The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is officially live in Ohio. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports anytime and anywhere right here in Ohio with DraftKings. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with code CONTEST will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings has the best features including same-game parlays, player props, and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can use code CONTEST to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CONTEST. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over and physically present in Ohio. Valid one offer per first-time depositors who have not already redeemed $200 in free bets via pre-launch offer. Minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as bonus bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. See dkng.co slash oh for terms. It's fun to go twice as hard as everyone else this time of year. That's why Dunkin' doesn't stop at just one signature holiday latte. So, they made two. Both handcrafted with rich espresso and topped with whipped cream. The holiday classic Peppermint Mocha features notes of mocha and cooling peppermint. While the toasted white chocolate is complete with creamy white chocolate flavor and cinnamon sugar dustings. They'll help you show the holidays a thing or two. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly Stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I am, as always, Alex, and I am joined by uh, nobody. <laughs> um, Dylan is busy at the moment, so I am flying solo. Uh, I hope he is able to join at some point, but for now, I am going to do this on my own. So, if you know, it might not be too long because I don't like to stick on one point for too long as long-time listeners may know um but i suppose with that i'll just get right into the news uh so stardom had a press conference during the week about the cinderella tournament a lot of it was just promos to build to the matches everybody was being crackheads as usual but the main news is that ami miura got her stardom name she is now i believe it's ami sore or ami sole i think it's sore sora um, so she's now Ami Sora, and she wanted to wrestle Siri in her first match. So Siri agreed to give up her first round bye in the Cinderella tournament in order to face Ami Sore in the first round. So instead of going straight through to the second round to face Himeka Araka, Siri is now in action on this show, and um, she's wrestling Ami. Uh, Sai Kamatani smartly did not give up her bye, so she just isn't on the show um no that's not true she she will be facing either micah or hanan so all right 
Uh, that's that's the only news. Uh, we only recorded a few days ago, so we got most of it out of the way there. Uh, there's been no real card announcements for any upcoming stuff, just the uh, the Cinderella. Um, I suppose with that, I will get into previewing the show. So the, the first round of the Cinderella is on March, or not March, April the 3rd, uh, which is a Monday. It's at the uh, Tachigawa Stage Garden. I believe it's a, it's a big enough venue. Um, this is airing a TV, but there's been no word as of this recording from Stardom that there'll be a pay-per-view, but presumably there will be. They do generally do pay-per-views whenever they're live on Samurai TV. Um, so the f- first match of this card is Unagi Sayaka taking on Hina. Uh, so presumably Unagi will win. They probably want her to go relatively far and uh, Hina chances are they'll want to eliminate her and Hanan and maybe do their future of stardom title match at the Cinderella finals if I had to guess. And also just as a rundown in case anybody is new to, to stardom. So the Cinderella tournament has a unique set of rules. So the early matches have a 10 minute time limit. So all these first round matches have a 10, 10 minute time limit. And that goes up to 15 for the second round through to the semi-final. If a match ends in a draw, both wrestlers are eliminated from the tournament. In addition to that, you can win by pinfall submission and eliminating somebody over the top rope. So it's generally a tournament where surprises and upsets can and will happen because you can just throw somebody over the rope and they're protected and they don't really lose much by that. Um, And in addition, then, sometimes you'll have a match go to a draw and both people are out, and that's another way to, to kind of cause an upset. on the show though is Waka Skiyama versus Saki Kashima in another first round match uh, Waka still has yet to win a match in stardom so probably won't be here so I assume Saki will just you know hit the maybe the revival and get the win there I've, I feel like with, with Waka her first win it's almost predictable but her first win will probably come against my Sakurai. You know, that's kind of the obvious one. I don't know when they do it, but it feels like that is the, the logical end point. So to have her win here and beat Saki Kashima, it wouldn't make as much sense to me, um, given the storyline with Waka and Mai, but, you know, stranger things have happened, really. On the card is Micah versus Hanan. And this is kind of an interesting one. Uh, obviously, they both have uh, judo backgrounds, and obviously that's that's going to play into the match a lot, and it could be a good match. You could maybe see this going to a draw, possibly. Um, you know, uh, whoever this is meant to wrestle Saya later in the show. But this seems like the prime opportunity to do a draw, and you protect Hanan. And also protect Micah, so they're both out um, without either of them having to take a loss. So, you know, Micah might seem like the obvious choice. And if she does win, she'll probably beat Saya and set up a, a, a white belt match. But 
I could also maybe see them giving Hanan a draw here, letting her kind of go the distance with Micah and pull off that scalp. Saying that, like, it is completely up in the air. Um, and it's, it's, it's likely that Micah wins, and I'm probably just tricking myself almost into, uh, into believing that Hanan could get the draw. But, you know, generally... In the first round, they do some crazy results like that to establish kind of the rule set of the tournament. So I wouldn't be shocked if this was one of the matches where that happened. Um, the next first round match then on the show is Mina Shirakawa versus Mirai. Now Mirai is kind of um he's kind of a favorite to go far. Uh, so I imagine she'll beat Mina here. They did in the press conference set up Mina going a bit psycho because uh, she gave Mariah a gift and Mariah tore it up. So so Mina at the at the cardboard, uh, as you do, you know, if if somebody doesn't like your gift, you just you just eat it in front of them. So I don't know, um, but yeah, I I probably see Mariah winning here. I, she's somebody who they'll probably give a semi final, if not a final spot to. She, you know, she's been presented as a really big deal since joining Stardom, and her being in the semis or even the final would be a big match to to kind of draw attention to that show. Uh, the next match, though, this one I think is quite interesting. So this is Mayu Utani versus Momo Kogo. So, hmm. I could maybe see this one being the draw. That, that eliminates both, actually, when I look at it, because... Mayu, you can do some things with. She obviously wants to wrestle Tekla for the the SWA Championship. And, you know, maybe Kyrie's on that next pay-per-view and you'll have them in another tag match or something. So Mayu is probably somebody that you want to get out quick enough. And I think a draw with Momokogo would kind of follow on with how well they've presented Kogo. You know, they they clearly like her. They've obviously taken a bit of a slower approach with her. But I could definitely see them giving her this kind of scalp of her getting the draw and eliminating Mayu and you know you protect Mayu Mayu is fine and that also opens her up to the challenge for the SWA belt on a future show or it's team with Kyrie or just do something else that involves her in a big match um <laughs> after that is Utami Nakano versus Tam Nakano and uh, no you didn't hear that wrong uh Utami during the press conference, came out and uh, was basically, um, hmm. she was basically copying Tam. She was she was basically pretending to be an idol, and it was very funny. She uh, she has all the facial expressions down, all of the little hand things. She uh, she raised her voice and made herself a bit more timid. It was quite it was quite entertaining, and she's clearly having the time of her life. But she's pretty much entering this tournament as Utami Nakano, which kind of gives her an out to eventually lose because you know she's not gonna win the cinderella tournament not this year anyway it wouldn't make much sense so having her go in in this kind of jokey mood gives them a great chance to eliminate her now i don't know which one of them goes through here um like i kind of want to say that this would also be a draw but i don't know if they do two back to back because that'd be a good way to get them both out but then you know you've, you've taken up three of your heavy hitters already and you do 
need big matches. So I would maybe lean towards Utami. Uh, Tam Tam is definitely somebody who can do these shows. You know, obviously her and uh, her Amina Unanagi challenge for the artist belts. So if all of those people are out of the tournament by then, they could do an artist challenge, maybe on the Cinderella finals, or maybe the well that wouldn't really affect the May pay per view, would it? Um, but I don't know. I think you can do stuff with Tam outside the tournament. Whereas with Utami, you know, you have the opportunity there to do big tournament matches and obviously draw attention to the tournament. So I would say Utami wins here. Um, the next match, uh, match number seven, is Natsupoi versus Starlight Kid. So... These two wrestled to a draw, a half-hour draw, quite recently, which would kind of have you thinking that it might go to a draw, but to me, Starlight Kid is somebody who is a big favorite to win the tournament, so I could see her getting the win here. Um, they've established Natsupoi as kind of a direct rival, so it would be a big win to get and send her on to the next round, where, you know, there's obviously going to be some big matches awaiting her, so... I would give this one to the Starlight Kid. Um, but in saying that, I mean, Natsupoi is Natsupoi. She can pull the, the cat out of the bag at any time, really. Now, the uh, the next match that's set is Saya Kamatani. This is a, a second round match. So all the other matches are round one. Uh, this is a second round match. So it is Saya Kamatani versus the winner of Micah versus Hanan. So I would assume they will do Saya versus Micah here because they're obviously the big rivals and you're not really burning anything off there, giving them a you know a 15-minute match. Um, if they do do that, I could see Micah winning. Uh, Saya kind of has the upper hand on the two of them in the rivalry. So you maybe want to give Micah the win there and um, that would set her up as maybe a white belt challenger because... Presumably, they are going to do that match soon enough. You know, Micah is generally put in to, to challenge for these singles titles, and it's been a, a few months since she has. So I would say she beats Saya, and that sets her up as maybe the number one contender for the belt if they want to do Micah versus Saya at the Fukuoka show in May, because I believe that's where Micah's from. That would be her, her hometown. After that, then, it's quite kind of interesting one. It's Lady C versus My Sakurai. So, generally, this wouldn't be interesting, but Stardom has kind of built a bit of a rivalry between these two. Uh, they really went at it in that New Blood 1 tag, the Queen's Quest versus uh, Donna Del Mondo tag. So, you know, this this is going to be a good match, I think. You know, they've, they've a built-in story between them. I would say... The momentum is with my Sakurai. She seems to be positioned above Lady C, and Lady C is tall, so you can easily throw her over the top rope. You could you could do that, as in, you know, oh she's clumsy, oh no, and then she she gets eliminated. So she probably it, it's probably my Sakurai that that goes through here. Is into to the next match. Um... We have Saya Ida versus Rina. Now, I'm not 
fully sure, and I should probably have got an English language bracket up here. Um, and you know what? I'm on my own, so let me pause and find that, and I'll be back once I do. <laughs> got the graphic. I had to scroll very far. It's been a while since they announced all this. So as I was thinking, the winner of Lady C and My Sakurai wrestles Saeeda, or the winner of Saeeda versus Rina. Now, My Sakurai and Rina have kind of been building up to something. Uh, they were kind of at odds for a while there. So I'm going to go with the upset here because I really think they're going to give Rina a run in this tournament. I don't know why for sure. I just feel like they've put a lot of attention on her. And with the stipulations involved here and with a way to tie helping her, you can easily give Rina a, a decent push, maybe not to like the final four or anything, but at the very least to maybe the quarterfinals or something. So I think she beats Saeeda in one of the big upsets of the first round. Very helpful to have, <laughs> to have the graphic, uh, the the tournament bracket. I really should have pulled that out beforehand, shouldn't I? Um, the next match then on the show is Koguma versus Fukigin Death. Um, yeah, that's hmm, kind of an odd one because uh, obviously they're both high speed and they can both roll people up at pretty much any time. I would maybe give the edge to Koguma because I could see her going on to be a bit of a spoiler for a big name in a later round. So I would give the win to Koguma here uh, to send her through. And, you know, Fukigan Death, she'll be fine. She's, she's always all right. Um, the next match then on the lineup is Himeka versus Roka. Uh, sorry, Roka, there is absolutely no chance. Uh, They're probably doing Himeka and Siri in the next round, so you are you are gone. <laughs> um, the match after that then is Hazuki versus Miu Amasaki. So how much they like Miu, this feels like it might be set up for a, a shock, but when you look at the bracket, the winner of this match wrestles the winner of Azumi versus Momo. So given Hazuki and Momo's recent feud, I could safely see them doing Hazuki versus Momo in the second round, which is quite a, a change because I thought Azumi would beat Momo in that first round. I thought that was a lock, but then looking at the uh, the Momo and Hazuki food that's brooding, brooding, brewing, <laughs> brewing, right? Yeah, uh, looking at that feud that's brewing, and obviously their singles match from World Climax, uh, Hazuki winning here and maybe facing Momo in the second round at that Korokan show makes sense. It would be a pretty big match for that. Um, so I see Hazuki going through here against Miu. Um, the match after that then is Tekla versus Julia, uh, both members of Donna Del Mondo. The winner of this one goes on to face the winner of Koguma and Fukigin Death. So that is why I think Julia wins. Uh, Julia advancing was kind of 50-50, but given Koguma is there, and obviously Koguma and Julia, big kind of rivals based on all their interactions over the last year. They're not like hated rivals, but they're very much like, hey, I like wrestling you. We bring the best out of each other kind of rivals. Um, so I think Julia wins here, and then Tekla is out, and obviously Tekla can do some other stuff. Maybe do that SWI title defense against Mayu. Maybe wrestle prominence. Not fully sure, but there's stuff for Tekla to do 
if she's eliminated. Um, whereas Julia, you probably want her in a big match on a show down the line. Uh, the match after that is Azami versus Momowatanabe. It's the first round match. Um, so, as I said, at first I had Azami winning this. You know, she's the high-speed champion. She hasn't been able to get one over on Momo at all in this feud. And the first round of the Cinderella is a perfect time to do that. But I don't know. I, I could maybe see Momo winning here and wrestling Hazuki in the second round. It's also possible to me that they do a draw and eliminate them both and just send Hazuki straight through to the quarterfinals or uh, maybe the semifinals. No, I think it's the quarterfinals. Um, whichever round it is, the third round. Because um, uh, that would be kind of Azami getting one over on Momo. Um, but even then, it might not be the, the most fun thing ever. Um, but for now, I think... <sighs> probably Momo winning. They've they've kind of been on a bit of a run of form with her, so I could really see her getting the win. Um, not something I would have expected beforehand, but given the way the bracket is looking, Hazuki eliminating Momo feels like a big win for Hazuki, especially since I could see her going far. Uh, maybe not finalist, but definitely final four. Um, and it would also kind of pay off the, the Hazuki losing and thanking Momo for beating her and kind of saying, oh yeah, well now I'm I'm angry and now I'm going to be at my best. Um, and that leaves us with one match left. Um, I did kind of fly through this. It's easy to fly through a tournament because you're just like, oh, well, this person is going to win. There's no, there's very few deep-seated uh, storylines there to, to discuss. Um, but the last match is Siri versus Ami Surrey, Sora. I have no idea. I'll have to wait until they announce it, and then I will get it. <laughs> um, yeah, Suri is winning this one, definitely. They're they are doing Suri versus Himeka. Uh I don't know when that match is. It says on the original bracket that it will be on this April 3rd show, but presumably with Suri wrestling now, they will change that, and uh, maybe that will be at the Corican. Because, I mean, Suri and Himeka should sell pretty well for a Corican show. Um depending on when that is. Maybe 4, 4.17, is it? That's where all the other ones are. Yeah, that would make sense. All right. Um, well, that is the only show to preview. Uh, the schedule for Stardom is a bit light um, this week, and pretty much throughout the whole month. They're only running, what, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 shows. I mean, 7 isn't, like, nothing, but it's, it's very light compared to what Stardom usually does um and also since dylan and i reviewed stardom world climax on our last episode there's no need for me to re review anything um so i just kind of blasted through that tournament bracket there uh just because really i i mean i think it's fair a lot of the first round matches are fairly one person is going to win and it's seemingly obvious um they could do some shake-ups uh as i said there's a couple that i'm up in the air on but the majority of them, they've kind of showed their hand a bit for the second round with some of the names involved. So, you know, to me, that's the real kind of tell. Um, but who knows, really? And, you know, Dylan and I, last year we tried to do it in one go, 
um, and, and and preview obviously who would win. And that didn't end well because after the first round we were like, oh no, that that person isn't winning. So, but um, I suppose you know obviously we'll we'll talk a bit more about the uh, the other matches and we'll review every or preview every round and kind of talk through some of the changes and who we think is going to win. As of now, going into the tournament, um, who do I think is winning? At first, it was Himeka, because I thought that they would do a world title match. I thought that was kind of guaranteed. And Himeka winning would set her up as Siri's opponent. Um, he's already going to fight Siri, so I don't know if there's any need for her to win the tournament. My favorite now is actually Starlight Kid. And... I say Starlight Kid because she could win the tournament and that would be the big kind of launching point for her. You know, it's usually given to somebody in her kind of card range of like upper mid card on the verge of the main event scene. You give her the win and she probably challenges Saya Kamatani because they have shown excellent chemistry anytime they've wrestled in the past. And I think a title match between those two really put them both on the map then, you know, that gives you a big Starlight Kid pay-per-view match for presumably Ota Ward, because I assume Fukuoka pay-per-view is Saya versus Micah. And I might be wrong there. It could be somebody else entirely. To me, Saya versus Micah, in what I believe is Micah's hometown, makes a lot of sense. Um, that way, then, you can do Kid versus Saya at Ota Ward. Uh, later in May, which is obviously a big match for a relatively big venue. And, you know, obviously, Starlight Kid getting some of the, the buzz from wrestling Kyrie, you want to continue that and keep her doing things, especially since there's already Goddess of Stardom match set up, so I don't know when they'll be defending them again on a pay-per-view, but, you know, they've already got challengers lined up, so you might as well do a singles match like that for her on pay-per-view. Um, if not Kid, I think Hazuki has a chance. Uh, Hazuki seemed very motivated during the two matches at Stardom World Climax, and she has this feud with Momo now to really direct her. I think there's a good opportunity there for uh, not Kigetsu, <laughs> uh, for Hazuki to get a win here and challenge for either the red or white belt. I'm leaning towards the Cinderella winner challenging for the white belt now. Originally, I was red belt. Um, but with Risa Sarah floating in that picture, all of DDM kind of maybe challenging Siri and the Siri mentioning Nanai, it seems to me like Siri has enough challengers. That's kind of what sets me back on, Siri, on Hazuki winning, because I think Hazuki challenging Saya. I don't know. I don't know if you want Hazuki losing that one. Um, and obviously Saya isn't dropping the belt yet. So while it would be a big match, I'm just not sure that it would do it now. Um, whereas I could easily see Hizuki challenging Siri and losing. That kind of would make more sense to me. But obviously, I don't really know where the Cinderella winner is going to go. It all depends to me on that Nanai Takahashi match, which was never really followed up on, so I don't know if it's happening or not. But, you know, I'm going to assume for now, that if Siri mentioned it, that it is happening in some form. Favorite is... You know, it might just be a two-horse race this year. Um, with Kid and 
Hazuki. Because really, I don't think a lot of other people need this tournament win to put them in contention for a title. You know, you've got a lot of people who are already in and around that area who can just waltz out and challenge. Whereas the Cinderella win is kind of this, you know, moment of putting somebody over onto the precipice of a big push. Um, I think Unagi is somebody who'd be perfect for something like this, but given she has just challenged for both of the top belts in like the past six months, you maybe don't want to do that and give her another uh, title match. Although Unagi challenging Siri make a lot of sense, and also her challenging Sayo would make a lot of sense. So one to watch but i'm pretty sure she got to the final four last year so i don't know if they want to they want to do that again um i should probably just double check that though because i could be wrong and i think that would change my outlook on on her potentially winning ah yes my thing has changed from google chrome so i got so looking for a cage match cinderella 2020 i got cinderella the musical in the Gillian lynn theater in london I, I'm not in London. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know who this is going to help. Um, and it's not even 2020 that I need, isn't it? It's, uh, it's, it is currently 2022, you dumb, dumbass. So, Cinderella Tournament 2021. I'm going to the matches here. I would enjoy if this loaded faster. It would be great. It is just... I, rotating circle, rotating circle. Okay, uh, uh, we love the rotating circle. Okay, here we go. Um, yeah, so Unagi was in the final four. She lost to Micah last year. So I don't know if you go from final four to to winning it, um, but stranger things have happened. And as I said, Unagi challenging both. Saya and Suri has makes a lot of sense given some of the storylines involved there. And I think that second round match will be really key to that, obviously, because the winner of Unagisaka and Hina wrestles the winner of Natsupoi and Kid. So to me, whoever wins that, you know, presumably Unagi versus Kid match becomes a big favorite to, to win the entire thing. Um But yeah, my main three are Kid number one, Hazuki two, and Unagi number three. Which is a change, because I really thought Jumbo was going to win this year. But looking at how things are shaking out, she has Siri in the second round. She can just beat Siri, and that'll be it. Um, you know, you don't need to, to win the tournament then as well, on top of that. Um, Himeka winning would be great, though. It would be a big moment for her, and it would make sure that she can... You know, they can maybe follow up on the whole, oh, you know, Jumbo didn't get her title match when she challenged Shuri last time thing, where Himeka can be like, well, now I'm wishing for it. You have to give it to me. I am more motivated than ever. And you could definitely play that into the storyline. But with just, I don't know, how things are in the bracket and how Shuri is already presented basically as an opposition to DDM, you can probably get to that title match without the Cinderella tournament win. So Himeka was my favorite and Himeka winning would still make sense. Um but for now I kind of don't have her in my favorites and that could change uh, as time goes on obviously if other people get eliminated. But for now 
it is it is as i said it is kid hazuki and unagi sayaka because uh it's been a while since unagi got a big win um <laughs> so i'm worried of when the next one is gonna come because as i always say they really do like her um but yeah uh dylan didn't get to join sadly so i did this one solo it is probably terrible i am sorry <laughs> solo podcasting is a skill that very few people have and um while i think they're comfortable with just talking to yourself because you know i'm just talking to myself for now so <laughs> it is kind of difficult but um you know we have to do what we have to do uh next week we'll be back to review the first round of the Cinderella tournament. Uh, you know, probably just mostly talk about the results and some of the stories, because I highly doubt any of these matches will be match of the year contenders um, being capped at 10 minutes of the Hardem, uh, Hardem <laughs> the Stardom house style. Um, so I don't really see any of them being like amazing to, to, to dive into, but you know, we'll obviously talk about some of the, the upsets and how that might change how we view the favorites to win the tournament and stuff like that and then we will be reviewing uh previewing the show in ehime i think it's ehime and also there's an osaka edion arena number two show on the 10th which has the the goddess of stardom tag championship match and i believe it has two uh second round matches from this tournament i'm pretty sure they've their bracket says that all the, the matches are on the same day, but then they've changed it, and now two of them are going to be on um, this Osaka Edion show, which is called Cinderella Tournament 2022 in uh, the Edion Osaka Arena. So, uh, yeah, there will be two second round matches there, and we'll preview those as well. But for now, uh, that is the show. Um, thank you for listening, if you got this far. Uh, it's probably difficult a difficult listen, uh, giving a, you know, this is my first time doing a solo podcast. Um, Dylan might be here next week. I don't know. He um, he might be in the process of moving. I'm not too sure. Either way, I will have a co-host next week because I'm never doing this again. <laughs> um, but with that, I suppose I shall close the show. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. If today, shine tomorrow. Decide what you believe in. Yo. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $400 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that's right for you with accessories like our cycling shoes, a heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Peloton, fitness that stays with you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th, 2022. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.